I'm Clarissa Montero in the studio with Dennis Chong, owner of Creatures. You know, and this is the truth, right? I have to say that Dennis and I met for the very first time over a cake he baked. He started a home baking business. That was a runaway success. You made the most amazing chocolate cake. Oh, nice to hear that. And Thank I'm you so, so much. and because it's our first day, he brought one for us. Oh, I can't wait to tuck into it. It smells so good. <laughs> it is an amazing, amazing thing. It smells so good. I, it's calling to me right now. I hear it going, Clarissa, cake, cake. Now, why, why did you? I mean, you didn't start out as a baker. Why yep. did you jump into this? What did you do before? Well, um, believe it or not, I was a forensic accountant for quite a few years. <laughs> that took a long time to make me realize that maybe passion fuels a lot more and for you to go a further distance. So, you know, I was just taking a sabbatical from, from that and then just from wondering what I should... From forensic accounting. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, well, food has always been my underlying passion mm-hmm. uh, in, in my universe. So, you know, um, getting into cooking and, and baking, I think that's quite an everyday thing for me at home. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you just dive into it. Uh, and, you know, when you see your friends and your family digging into the food that you, um, that you whipped up with, right. and, you know, the, the smile on their faces are really priceless. So I think that kind of makes you happy and, and probably gives you a lot of intrinsic satisfaction. Yeah, so that, that's how it all happened. So you went from being um, a forensic accountant yep. who liked to cook for his friends, <clears throat> yep. who came over to his house, <laughs> to being a home baker, yeah. who then opened... Creatures. How long was Creatures in the making? Well, um, technically, I think Creatures has been in the planning for about two, um, two years. And then when we started, um, well, since then, it's been two and a half years. So mm-hmm. we're about two and a half years old. Right. Feels like 10. But <laughs> <laughs> It's like having a baby. You think about it for 10 years. It takes almost a year to actually, ha- you know, incubate the baby. I know. Before it arrives, right? And once it arrives, you, you know, you just never sleep anymore. And you never ever sleep anymore. Yes, <laughs> worrying about it, every little detail, every little growth spurt. But you know, I have to say, I like creatures and thank you, thank and you. the thought in the menu, the little details, the the way you've laid out your tables, the decor. How much of it did you do yourself? Um, quite a fair bit, actually. Not that. Not because we were cheapo, but you know, um, we adopted uh, we adopted a very hands-on approach to creating the menu because mm-hmm. um, all the food were you know tried and tested in our home kitchen. Right. And then um, with the decor, we just wanted something that gives a sense of Eden, a sense of home. And and us being a first-time restauranteur and F&B owners, um, we thought of ways to make ourselves comfortable uh, right. in entering this industry. So we thought, hey, um, yeah, we. You know, we do up our home, so this is what we do best. So why not we take over the design of the restaurant and gives a, hopefully to give a very personal vibe uh, across to our diners. So I think we're pretty hands-on in almost everything. And um, Creatures is a small homegrown establishment, so we are not like backed by a food group or anything like right. that. So none of the fancy-pancy kind of um, approach there. Right. So uh, I think we just did what we could with a small team and put a lot of heart and soul and time into it. So I, I think till today, Creatures remain a very special um, uh, work of my, my heart. Yeah. Oh, well, it was certainly a lot of passion. I remember having a phone <clears throat> conversation with you. I was sitting on my balcony. You were stressing over staffing and <laughs> people's commitments and stuff like that. We I talked know. 
for over an hour. Yeah, it was, and, and it was amazing. I mean, you know, I met you once, and we had this amazing connection. I, I felt your passion. You felt mine for for the things that we were passionate about. And when I was planning my guest list, I said, Dennis Chong has got to be my <laughs> first guest on Coffee with <clears throat> Clarissa because this segment's very special to me. It could be anybody, right? It's today it's you, tomorrow it could be a model, some, another day it could be very eclectic, a yeah. minister or whatever. I want to get behind the curtain. I, wanna, I want everyone who's listening to get to know the real person. Same. So what <laughs> isn't in your press release? What isn't in my press what release? What isn't in your press release about you? That I work till 3, 4 a.m. <laughs> at night. <laughs> well, you, you know, um, in the food and beverage industry, mm-hmm. uh, you run a restaurant that seemingly closed at 10 or 11 every day, but what you don't see are really the behind the scenes. Right. There's a great team of people, um, you know, thinking about... Uh, the upcoming new seasonal menu, uh, paying the bills, worrying about the payroll, and all these um, are, are things that, that has to be done um, on the back end. Okay. And so people don't really see the amount of hard work on top of the, on top of the great amount of hard work that's, that that's on the floor when the restaurant, the restaurant is right? in operation, yeah, right? So it. this is the, when the restaurant is not open, all the stuff you do. The, you, you, you have to do your shopping. Yep. You have to do your refreshing of your menu specials every That's once right. in a while. How often do you refresh the way you set your tables and, and things like that? Well, um, we, we try to come across a bit quirky. So with mm-hmm. that, we have a lot of flexibility and fluidity in the way we, we want to do things. You know, like if we want something special, um, want a special dish to be launched in two days, hey, let's do it. So um, no hard and fast rules. Um, just picture me at home at night in the wee hours with my four dogs around. <laughs> me. Um, you started with two, right? <laughs> yeah. In the time that you started this restaurant, you picked up two more. Hooking myself up on coffee with an IV drip and coming up with I ideas know, right? and dishes. So that's how it goes. Uh, a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of, quirks about being a restaurateur I think mm-hmm. that people don't see they just probably you know see it from from the restaurant point of view like hey you're here just to have a good meal and mm-hmm. that's that but there's a lot of work and uh, I can't I can't thank my team enough uh, back at Creatures for, for being on the same page and putting in a lot of hard work so I think that's something that gives us the motivation to go further and grow as a small company okay you were a startup what it's been two years it's been two years and now you're thinking of expanding Yes, um, I think while we are small, uh, we have been blessed with quite a fair bit of budding success. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for a lot of support, say from family and then friends and then slowly to strangers, uh, diners who come across us, uh, come through our doors to eat. Uh, we also have the blessings of uh, a lot of support from local initiatives like the Singapore Tourism Board. Sure. Uh, we were Hungry Go Where's uh, Best uh, New Restaurant in 2016 and mm-hmm. then we were Tetler Best Restaurants on 17 and 2018. Right. So uh, all this gave us a... Uh, a sense of confidence and as well as motivation to, to move further. Mm-hmm. Um, given that we are small and homegrown, I think uh, we are very open to uh, leverage on stronger partnerships and collaborations to, act, to fully realize our potential. So I think we are excited with what 2018 has in store for us. Right. Um, can't really put anything concrete yet, but uh, we are on the lookout for starting a new concept or, or maybe expanding. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've been scouting around. So that's an exciting thing for me and the team this year. And I know yeah. for you, it is, um, 
it's got to feel right. The venue's got to feel right. It's got to come together. You've got to be able to picture yourself in there, your customers in I know. there, right? I know. I mean, the hunt for the first location for creatures. You went all over Singapore. <laughs> went all over Singapore and we settled in a... A space that probably no one would expect us to set up shop there. So, right. Desca Road. Yeah, Desca Road. <laughs> and yet, you know, when you go to the restaurant itself, as soon as you cross the doors, it's, it's Dennis, to be quite honest, it's beautiful. Thank you so much. It is really, really beautiful. It's not what you expect. I mean, yeah, it, I mean it, no from one, that area, right? <laughs> no one would think that we'll set up shop in an ex-notorious red light district in Singapore. But you know what? Ever since it's been cleaned up, you know, it's been a really sleepy street. So when we were at the space, you, you just felt like you could breathe some new life over there. And mm-hmm. that's what we wanted to do. And there. you did. Yeah, I'm so glad we didn't join the bandwagon on, of um, opening up in a place that's saturated with dining options. Right. So I think we wanted to come across a bit quirky and establish ourselves as a dining destination at Desca Road. Yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> lovely restaurant. I can't wait to see what you come up with next. But for somebody who is... Considering, you know, maybe they're with their partner or with their siblings or whatever. They, they've always had a dream of starting their own business. Yep. And this is what you did. You had a dream, a long-term dream. You finally sat down, you ran your numbers, you came up with a business plan and you executed it when it felt like the right time. I, and I know this because I watched the whole process <laughs> from when you went to the banks and when you all of that I yeah, watched I ran the whole gamut of feelings yeah, uh, emotions exactly. that people could feel so if somebody yeah. out there right now is thinking I want to be Dennis Chong I want to start this business I've dreamt about what do you say to them? Um, I think what I'm about to say might be a bit unorthodox mm-hmm. but have a business plan, but keep it really organic um, with a huge human touch. Because, you know, there are so many textbook cases that teaches you how to set up shop and, mm-hmm. and what works and what not. But a lot of it comes from your heart, mm-hmm. I think, as cliche as it might sound. Not um, at all. And I think in the F&B industry especially, I think it's a, it's a really human uh, business where you have to have connections with people. You have to establish connections with your diners, your, your suppliers, um, people that support you along the way, like the local authorities. So it's actually a very human-driven uh, business. So with that comes with a lot of passion and emotions that will be involved. So I think um, for people out there maybe considering setting up shop or, or say a restaurant per se, uh, listen to your heart and, and know that it's a people's business. You can't set it up and, and leave it running by itself. Right. You have to have a more hands-on approach, get to know more people, and get the support of, uh, of your local Singaporeans. Um, because us being homegrown, uh, I think uh, it's, it's really heartwarming when you have like, your local community people lending their support for local initiatives. So I would say um, you have to understand that it's a very interpersonal uh, endeavour when you want to set up a shop of your own instead of working in somebody else's company. And that applies to any business. It's not just restaurants. Yeah. Or cafes. Like, you know, earlier before you stepped in to be my first Coffee with Clarissa guest, <laughs> I spoke to Quentin Sani, the CEO and co-founder of Devialet. And the same thing for him. He said when he heard the first prototype for Devialet, when he was approached by what became his, one of his partners, he cried. Oh. He cried because he's like, I finally found my mission. <laughs> my mission is to build this company and let him be creative and make, because, it, fly. And make yeah. it fly. And I think that a lot of people who start up new businesses, the one thing that might 
escape them. The one detail that might escape them, they've got the business plan, they've got their money in place, they've got everything laid out. But the passion, the love, that emotional that is investment. That the underlying principle in everything that we do. You have to be passionate. I you think. Have, there has yeah. to be passion. Without passion, it's just a job. Yeah. And if you're not passionate about it and you're starting a new business, then how do you expect anybody else to be passionate about it, exactly. right? That's right. And if you like to go the distance, I think passion will be the greatest fuel to, to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Anything else along the way is technical, is business acumen that can be picked up along the way. But you just can't pick up passion halfway. It has to start right from the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. So your whole team, do you think they're passionate? Do you pick them because they believe in your... Right at the start, before you open your doors for the first time. Yep. When you were picking your staff, were you looking for people who believed in your vision <laughs> or were you looking for people who were very experienced and very good at what they did? Just for the record, uh-huh. apart from their inability to keep bathrooms clean, <laughs> everything else is perfect about them. Uh, I'm rather proud that uh, we have a very low turnover at, mm-hmm. at Creatures. Uh, they have a lot of people that's been with us from day one. Right. Um, Cliché as it sounds, we sound we are a family, so um, we've been very closely knit, mm-hmm. and everyone puts in more than what they are uh, expected to, mm-hmm. um, without much grouses, I hope. <laughs> so, well, you're still the boss. They're not going to tell you everything they think of you. You know, oh, you'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the part-time dishwasher sometimes, the part-time bouncer. I, I've I've worn many hats around, uh, but the one thing that I can always rely on are these pillars of support, which are my team members. Right. So with that, I really like to thank them for a lot that they have put in, especially for believing in a startup, uh, a restaurant that is new on the block at that point in time. Right. Yeah. So they, um, just as much as we took a chance on on employing them, right. Uh, they equally took a chance on on having a career with us. Right. So it's it's quite crazy because I just find. Uh, that suddenly um, something that started out of passion Mm -hmm. a small restaurant is suddenly responsible for the livelihood of quite a fair bit of people right so that kind of changes everything like we don't see ourselves as something that started just from you know something whimsical and and just about realizing dreams we have become a vehicle for for feeding people's family and making changes and so with that I think we just want to aim to make a difference in people's lives sure. as well and use our restaurant to to create more impact in the local dining scene per se so uh, I think we have assumed a f- safe to say a lot more responsibilities than we thought we would have right yeah okay going back to what you said about you do whatever dishwasher dishwashing <laughs> And, you know, clearing tables. One of the most inspiring things that I ever saw when I was still a singer, an upcoming singer, and I was singing in a hotel lounge, was the general manager of the hotel. It, the, the, for some reason, it was just slammed. The lounge I was singing in just became slammed. It was like tons of people came, maybe from a wedding that just broke up or, you know, a wedding celebration. Oh, because they heard your voice? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I'm I, sure. I don't think so. But anyway, it was really slammed. They didn't have enough staff on the floor. And the general manager, this is the Ritz-Carlton Singapore we're talking about. Whoa. The general manager in question was Nick Clayton. And he picked up a tray and he started taking orders from tables. He started serving drinks. And for me, I thought there and then, that I will follow this man anywhere, do anything he tells me to do, because he's willing to do what it is that he tells his staff to do. He goes, you serve them to the best of your ability, and if you can't cope, I will jump in and serve along with you. And that is very, very inspiring. And I see that in you. Thank that you is so very, very inspiring. That's really and heartwarming to know. And as yeah. long as you don't forget to do that, 
<laughs> I think your team will go anywhere with you. I think we do have a principle to be very hands-on. Um, you just got to pick up the slack. And um, yeah, it's just not in my nature to step away when, mm-hmm. when you're needed. And uh, I think the, I've been brought up to, to, to really push across the message. If you want to get something done, you've got to lead by example. Uh, so that's what we try to have in, in that sense, yeah, you know. Okay, well, you know what? I can't wait to see what you come up with next with your expansion plans, what the next restaurant will be like, what the menu will be like, the location, the decor, all of that. And I know that you're going to make me wait. I know you can't wait, but I can wait. Yeah, I think I can wait a bit longer. I think you're going to make us wait, but I think it is going to be worth the wait. And I am so glad that you came on the show and talked about this. Uh, I'm making a date with you now. Sure. When you do open the new restaurant, you're coming back and you're talking about that journey. I will come bearing gifts for oh, you. Oh, you can come bearing <laughs> chocolate cake anytime, honey. <laughs> yeah, we are smelling it right in this room, aren't I know, yeah. and I'm going to say thank you very much to you, Dennis Chong of thank Creatures. You. It is at Desk Road if you want to check it out for yourself. And I'm going to play you something a little bit now so that I can go have some chocolate cake. Thank you, you are for having me. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. You're on Money FM 89.3. Stay ahead.